Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. It is the Build Up Show. Liverpool, Aston Villa, Villa Park, Tuesday, 8 o'clock kickoff. I'm Paul Machen. Emma Sanders and Dan Club join me uh, for this one. Uh, massive shout out to Dan, who's just survived the 60 minute final words uh, before coming in here as well. Was it a cathartic experience? That's what I was hoping for. I said at the start of the show, I hope it was cathartic, but it, it just made me relive it all and become more and more frustrated. We did finish by talking about Pep's antics, so I feel a little bit better about myself now. Yeah, yeah, no, I think there's definitely a bit of that. I want to do a big gold chunk of that on the, on the podcast tomorrow because I, I just love the idea that Pep Guardiola lives in such a fishbowl of a world that he's got no concept that, like, people just are very, very... It's not that people don't like Man City, they're just very indifferent yeah. towards Man City as much as anything else. Anyway, less on him, more on us, and a bit more on Aston Villa as well, and a best place to start on this end. Just, no, Stevie, not now. Yeah. Not like this, not yeah. today. Just, if they could just roll over. I mean, I don't expect him to roll over. I expect him to come and give us a game like they did in December. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not here. I can't, I, I can't, I couldn't handle a world where Steven Gerrard buried our title yeah. <laughs> our title chances I mean it's one of those isn't it where they I think they lost three games in a row and then basically got that draw with Leicester and then they've won their last two so I feel like they've been on a nice little run now so they can mm-hmm. afford to lose this one so it's fine yes. so just, just give it to Liverpool and then turn up for the last day against Man City that would be the ideal scenario it's a, it's a tough one to, to kind of to balance out Dan because we're all here going Oh, Villa City, last game of the season. Yeah. Oh, Gerard, oh, Coutinho. And we've completely overlooked the fact that we've got to play them before yeah. before we get to that point. And in any normal circumstance, I'd be going, well, they've got to be on the beach mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. They're 11th in the Premier League. They're, they're, they're too good. They were far too good to go down. and the, But they're nowhere near good enough to be fighting for European places. They, their season is effectively done. Mm-hmm. But I need that to also not be true because somehow they've got to have something to fight for come the last game of the season. Yeah, but it's that weird stage of season. We seem to get there most seasons these days with us and Man City whereby you're looking at other teams' form as well as our own and <laughs> cities and thinking, oh, they might be able to give them a game, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's the case with Wolves, obviously, as well because we've still got Wolves to play and so have they. But yeah, it, it was interesting because obviously Villa's form has been very indifferent and you think obviously from our perspective yeah happy days yeah we'll play and we'll take them on but they were good at our place um, Anfield I thought with Gemma I thought he organised them pretty well actually yeah. to be fair but yeah I think we need them just to not roll over but 
just let us off and then get revitalised and get angry for the last day of the season. But also the same could be said for Wolves because obviously we've seen them come back and I thought they were done and dusted for this season. Yeah. And then they come back at the weekend and you start thinking, maybe they've got half a sniff against City as yeah. well. So It's uh, the path to madness, we call this. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how Man City might somehow uh, somehow drop points. But I think the thing that's worth discussing on, it, on this um, is that Gerard won't roll over. No. He absolutely won't because it's not in his character. He's a born winner and he'll want to he want this to be a tough game. Cause he's got I mean, look, at the back of his mind, there's no escaping the whole thing that he he wants to prove himself capable of being a Liverpool manager. And you don't do that by getting battered by Liverpool. And mm-hmm. and to Dan's point and we touched upon it, they gave us a, a <laughs> Martinez is brilliant at Anfield. Mm-hmm. We should beat them more convincingly, yeah. but we do only beat them one nil with a Salah pen. That's the kind of thing I'm, I'm kind of expecting a little bit more of here. We are going to be leggy, we are going to be tired, and they're going to give us a very stern resistance here. And it's on Liverpool to treat this as a, an, an, you know, as like we're playing a top team because yeah. it's going to be a difficult one for us. Yeah, and I think the game at Anfield was slightly different because it felt more like an, an occasion because it was, you know, yeah. Stevie yes, G coming yeah. back. Whereas this is very much, it's just another run of the mill game, yeah. you know, no disrespect to Villa. Uh, but, I think that's but, a really interesting point. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're talking about things that they have to fight for in terms of Villa. Um, yeah I don't think it's much but they can still finish in, in the top 10 and I mm-hmm. think that's a big thing for Stevie G especially in his first season to say yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of a bit of a milestone finish top top half of the Premier League so um, I don't think it'll be it'll be you know an easy game by all means um, but in a way sort of Villa almost having to play at home in front of their home fans um, and with you know that kind of top 10 in their eyes they might they might be almost expected to put down a good performance, yeah. and in a way, I think that kind of actually plays in, into Liverpool's hands a little. No, bit. I, I agree on that, and I think that's the the the, the point here with Villa is it's a, it's a bit of a free hit, mm-hmm. but it's I, kind of like we saw with Conte at the weekend, Dan. Is that you, there's no expectation? No one's expecting Aston Villa to beat Liverpool, no. but if you can go and you can keep it close and you can you can nick a point or whatever, oh, you know, nick a win. Let's not be totally disrespectful to yeah. them. It's that that's a that's a it gives more sort of countenance to Gerard's role. You know, it, it strengthens mm-hmm. his position and it gets their fans excited because he's got to keep doing that. It's about next season. It's about making sure people can see they're on a progression. Yeah, and that's where they're at now, isn't it? Gerard will be telling them all you'd have thought in the last few weeks because they've been on the beach in many people's eyes in inverted commas for a while because their relegation danger pretty much left about three or four weeks after Gerard came into the job. But... Now he'll be looking towards next season. Because when you've got a man like Steven Gerrard at the, the forefront of your football club, we've already signed Coutinho, who we know you want to talk about. A lot of them players will be thinking, God, who else is he going to attract? He's mm-hmm. going to be looking big. He's going to be thinking big. And the way he's talking plays into that as well. Because he's obviously just looked at Van Bronckhorst taking over his job at Rangers, getting into the Europa League final. He's saying, I want that for Villa. Yeah. So there is definitely a part of that. Well, by there, still be playing until the end of the season, thankfully, in one respect. But also, as well, a lot has happened in MMA mentions the occasion there and she's dead right because when Gerard first came to Anfield as a manager early on this season there was the whole this is like an audition type thing yes. that's gone now yeah. because not only has Gerard not really took off at Villa yet he's done okay but he hasn't took off but Klopp signed that two year extension because yes. that whole yeah. thing's gone now now it's just about Liverpool Football Club getting our job done dealing with our business which I think is perfect quite frankly yeah. no I agree on that I think that that it's just taking the bit of the circus away yes, from it. And that yeah. can come back if they give us a real bloody nose or they really come at us. Or and they often do. They yeah. often do. I, I've been to Villa a couple of times in the last couple of years as a way. And obviously we had the one, um, Robertson and Mane later yeah, on, you know yeah. what I mean? And we've had a few really tight games. So I expect this to be no different. Yeah, yeah. but I agree to the point uh, there, Emma, is that 
and you both kind of made this, is that because of the Klopp extension, mm-hmm. I just don't think there's that level of pressure on it. And, you know, Gerrard can be Gerrard. Gerrard could just be the manager he wants to be in this. Yeah. And Liverpool can treat this like a they're just a, a team in the way. It you is, know what yeah. I mean? There doesn't need to yeah. be any sort of nostalgia or anything around this. Hopefully we've put all that away. Gerrard will get a reception from the away fans. Of course he will, because yeah. we love him dearly. But right here, right now, his team are just... In the way, yeah. and, and and what I'm hopeful for as well beyond this is that best case scenario from this is that we beat them. Maybe it's a bit of a hard fought one, but it's something the Villa can. It's a lesson the Villa can take and learn, and hopefully then transpose into the game at the end of the season. Yeah, if gonna yeah. I mean some that narrative. that would be the perfect scenario, wouldn't it? But no, like you're absolutely right. It is you know as I say, I guess it's kind of just an you know another game that Liverpool have to win, and I think off the back of of the performance obviously against Spurs and the fact that City went and and got that gap with the with the big win against Newcastle. It's just probably on paper one of the best games Liverpool really could have got next. Mm-hmm. A team that aren't really fighting for anything massively significant. Another just another team that Liverpool on paper are expected to win. And it's kind of, yeah, away from home, perfect opportunity for Liverpool to just go and sort of give it everything to respond to the weekend. So yeah, I think on paper it's it's a, it's a pretty good fixture. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to discuss Felipe Coutinho, and if you're watching live, let us know your thoughts as well. Um, he won't get quite the same reception, I don't mm. think, Dan, as um, as Steven Gerrard. Although, actually, you know what? I say that. I, I don't know. I, I don't think he will. But also, maybe there's a degree to which Liverpool being good, it's, no one's asked as much, I guess, about Coutinho as they maybe were when we played them in the Champions League. Yeah, perhaps, yeah, the Champions League was a different beast altogether, wasn't it? I mean, we've got a job to do tomorrow night, but that Champions League game, because he was still at Barcelona as well, so there was yeah. that factor in it, and whereby he obviously left us for them, and there was the whole uh, bitterness, I yeah. suppose, towards him leaving the club. Yeah. Whereas now, his career's obviously took that much of a downward spiral. He's done okay at Villa. That why We probably do feel a little bit ambivalent towards him is just like oh bless him maybe a little bit it's not quite gone the way it planned whereas we're riding this crest of a wave um, so yeah I think he'll get a okay response maybe not so much from the Liverpool away fans who tend to be a bit more vociferous the home fans might have been a bit more gentle towards him perhaps if it was Anfield but yeah I don't think it'd be particularly bad it's funny because that Barcelona game I think was so busy like trying to put Messi off and hating Suarez for being yeah. a massive bell end exactly, and all that, yeah. that you forget that Coutinho's involved in yeah. 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 yeah yeah definitely yeah I think it, it will be interesting personally I don't think I don't think anyone will be that focused about Coutinho because you know as we're talking about Villa kind of being another team that's just you know one to beat Coutinho's kind of just one of those players that he's another one that left Liverpool before this kind of glorious period um, so that's no disrespect for what he did for the club. You know, he he gave gave the fans some great moments, and you know he did well in in a, in a Liverpool shirt. But since he's moved on, Liverpool have gone up another level. So I just feel like I don't know. Maybe it's a bit blunt to say, but everyone's moved on from from Coutinho now. Yeah, I um, I'm hoping. And again, I, you know, I, you know me by this point. I like I like stories. I like spinning yarns, and I like yeah. the idea. We've already talked about like the. Obviously, Villa, last game of the season. Could Gerard be the one that hands Liverpool the league, etc., etc., etc.? Obviously, it's all for naught if Liverpool don't win this game and the games to follow. But there's a, there's a, 
Coutinho, I think the only way he ever gets himself back into Liverpool's good graces is by scoring in that last game. Is by doing something yeah. in that, you know, and having a having a Javier Mascarano style moment where he's interviewed post game and he says, "I know the Liverpool fans weren't happy with me for leaving, but I wanted to give them one yeah. <laughs> one yeah. last moment or or something." But yeah, I. I, right, I don't necessarily have the antipathy towards him that maybe I did previously because in being crap and his career not exactly. helped. You know, Torres was a bit like this as well. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it, it really hurt me seeing Suarez. I, I could deal with him being great because I knew he was great. But when he then is for Barcelona what he was for us in front of us, yeah, that yeah. really annoyed me because yeah, that, that like so. that tarnished the love I had. Mm-hmm. Whereas like. And then, and Sterling's had a bit of that as well. Sterling have, actually having a good career that follows makes you not like him as much. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah the Tor- Torres being rubbish <laughs> and Coutinho being rubbish means that I can kind of, provided he doesn't score on, <laughs> oh, no, 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 to no, us no. on Tuesday night because yeah. he's dead. He's yeah. dead to us if he was to do that. But hopefully, he'll, uh, yeah, hopefully, he, 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 whatever the circumstances are, just give him enough fuel, fuel in the tank to yeah. just go and do something, go something later on. Um, Yes, right, we're going to talk more about what Liverpool do to approach this game. We have had a super chat actually coming before we head to the, the, the break from Etsham Al-Hassan says, do we think we could see an Origi Aguero moment? I mean, if anyone's got an Aguero moment in oh, them, and, and you know, it'd be mad if there wasn't another Origi moment between now and the end of the season then, but... Um, I don't know. I don't even know if he's going to get on the pitch. I mean, the fact that Cater comes on at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I, I was surprised about that because I thought Rigi was going to come on against Spurs. Um, I'm I'm going to say yes, though. I, I do think there is an Origi moment still to come in the season. It You know, it could even be against Villa, you know, on, on, on Tuesday, a few days after playing Spurs. It's almost like with the FA Cup final coming, Mike Klopp, Perhaps, you know, rest one of Salah, Mane, bring on Origi a little bit later on and, and he ends up scoring in a scrappy one nil win. It it wouldn't surprise me. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah. If someone's gonna if someone's gonna do it, it's gonna be Divock, isn't it? Right, we'll discuss Liverpool's team after the break and uh, who we think should be playing, who we think should be involved, and we'll do a bit more on Rigi chat because why not? Uh, trivia question. Three players uh, who've played for Jürgen Klopp at Liverpool have also played for Aston Villa. Name them. Answer after this. Hey, I am so sorry to interrupt you. I'm really not, though, but I have a public service announcement and it's so incredible. I just had to stand here and talk to you and tell you all about it because you like Redmen TV. You love Liverpool Football Club. We've got a streaming service called Redmen Plus where we put loads of all of the best content on. Yes, get over to theredmentv.com. Get yourself signed up for Redmen Plus. We've got incredible documentaries and audio features over there and everything is available. There's a podcast in your ears. Get over there and do it now. Carry on enjoy the show, yeah? There you go, yeah. Join Redmen Plus for some incredible content, pre, a post-match and, in general, getting you close to the Liverpool culture. Um, as I said, quite clearly, I don't know if you misheard before the break, name the five Liverpool <laughs> players uh, who play for Jürgen Klopp and also play for... <laughs> we went to the break and you immediately went, him and him, and I was like, well, I haven't got them, and quite clearly they have played for Jürgen Klopp and Aston Villa. Um, so, yeah, uh, name the five players who play for Jürgen Klopp. Uh, I'll have a quick check um about in the uh, in the in the comments and see if anyone's got any um a couple of incorrect answers uh Lou Dog says Ricky Lambert no Barini no um unless he was trying to pull out the worst 
front three because we've got Balotelli <laughs> in there as well. Yeah, um, Shane Downey says James Milner. Correct. Um, right, go on. Let's name our five. Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Yeah. Christian Benteke. Christian Benteke. Ding. Alori. Tiago Alori. Well done. Sai for shouting that through the wall. Yeah. We just it? said Milner, haven't we? Yeah, Mel Coutinho. Yeah. And Phil Coutinho. And Phil Coutinho. There you go. Well done. Uh, LFC history very nearly scuffered me there. I don't think they've updated to the most recent Throwing ones. Throwing them under the bus, I love so, it. So yeah, Danny Ings and, uh, and Phil Coutinho were on there. So yeah, uh, thank you so much. Team, team effort. Team effort, guys. <laughs> well done, well done. Have you got them all right? You're brilliant. Well done. Um, okay, Ashley Frith with a super chat while we, were, while we were on a break, which I think is a good way to kind of kick us off in this. It says, do we have to start thinking about goal difference? Um, I have not thought about goal difference for months and months and months. Dan, and then I looked at it yesterday before the Man City-Newcastle game and went, oh crap, um, mm. because it was just down to a goal. Mm-hmm. It's now four in, yeah. in Man City's favour. Um, I mean, I don't think you can because... We've been in that situation before. My, my initial thought was not for about five or six years have I thought about goal difference, funnily enough, yeah. Um, yeah. from that fateful night at Sellers Park, and mm. I never want to think about it again, quite <laughs> frankly. So for me, no. And not only no because of that and what's gone before, but also I don't think it's going to come into it. And I, I say that with mm. such confidence, but it obviously could, and the, the, the pathway would almost suggest it will. But City obviously have to lose a game for that even to be a factor and if they lose that's instantly a negative whether it's one or whatever and we have to win all our games just to be more positive so I just don't see it really clashing we're not going to win all our remaining games by a single goal mm-hmm. I'd be very surprised if we did let's put it that way we could well do it obviously yeah. it's not implausible oh. yeah. Yeah. but realistically we're going to win one of them by a couple in which case goal difference is instantly out of the question so I just don't see it being a factor and I really hope not is it goals four after that I think yeah. I might yeah. say yeah. which I imagine we'd be Head on. I don't know about after yesterday. Okay, well, let, no, because uh, every, yeah, every metric in that regard, we mm. are a little behind. So yeah, in terms of yeah. it, at the moment, City goals scored eighty nine goals against twenty one. We've scored eighty seven and conceded twenty three. Yeah. So two in each. Co- but, two weirdly each enough, behind. from from a work perspective, like we kind of have been keeping a, a, a little rough eye. Liverpool have actually led the way on goal difference for quite a long while yeah. until this weekend. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's sort of been something that like. I've kind of had in the back of my mind, but I I completely agree with mm. you. I d- I don't think it will come into it to be honest. It will be very Jurgen Klopp to <laughs> yeah. lose the league by a point in eighteen nineteen and then lose it on goal difference. Mm. By the way, um, goal scored. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely because it's got pure yeah. Mainz vibes about yeah, it. Horrible. But it does mean that we'll then go and win the league by by a canter next season because that's yeah. how. I, I, at what point does it go? To, at what point does it go to a playoff? That's um, always been a thing. Hasn't I don't know. It? I think it goes to head to head. Well, head to head would be would be a tie as well. Would be yeah. a tie as Two well. Draws. So then, that I, I guess I'm, I'm, maybe, I got to yeah. be the first people to have this conversation. That's terrifying. Um, yeah, I imagine if that's the. I mean, it would, I guess it would. Well, some t- some competitions. I'm not sure about the Premier League. Some competitions bring in yellow cards. Jesus. A sort of disciplinary <laughs> record, Christ. but yeah, ours is really good normally. <gasps> yeah. About this year, yeah. ours is brilliant. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a second Premier League. Yeah, oh, this is too early to be doing this. What are we it? doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. It is too early, of course, but we've been asked. So, it was. Doesn't it's better fucking not guilty. He says with hope. He says with hope. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, I don't need to Google that just yet. Like, oh, right, okay. Oh. So I'm having a panic attack. Let's not. Let's I'll not tell you what, though. That. How good would that be, though? Like a yellow, playoff. Yellow cards. No, no, no. A playoff. <laughs> like, a playoff. Yeah. Oh no, I couldn't deal with a playoff. Playoff at like, yeah. oh, I don't know. In the week 
leading up like to the Old Champions Trafford League final. Yeah. Oh god. <sighs> oh my god. No, that would don't. Be insane. I, just, I, I tell you what. If City can just lose two <laughs> games of football, that would be that would be great. Right. Um, on all that though, um, it, it is our last chance to put. City under pressure before mm. the final game of the season because they play. Uh, obviously, we don't play uh, at the weekend in the league because of the yeah. FA Cup, of course. So they'll have a, they'll play a game which will put us a game behind, which we then catch up against Southampton afterwards mm-hmm. and the blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so to the point is that it, it's going to be. <laughs> I, we shouldn't focus too much on this. Is the kind of the kind of point as well to, to some extent? We just need to get our business done here because the FA Cup is all of a sudden looming really, really large at the yeah. weekend. I want us to be able to focus on that, but I don't know where, where, where do you still sit on this? Because I want to run them down. I, I, we should be keeping going. I think the Egan Cup will have that menta- mentality. 100%. But we're ninety minutes away from another piece of silverware as well. Yeah, although I do think the game, the fact of being on a Tuesday, massively helps mm-hmm. because so I think there's a, there, I think there's a few factors in this actually, in that there's a like you say there's a long time between when Liverpool play their next Premier League game, so mentally I think it's a nice break just from the relentless pressure of you've got to win every game, you've got to win every game. So they've got you know a few days to just kind of chill out a little bit and prepare for the FA Cup final, and then they know. I think it's just you don't have to psych yourself up for that. You know when you're sort of heading into Wembley, you only go to Wembley for, you know, like for a one-off game. So I know that sounds really silly, but I guess like from a mental point of view, it's a lot easier to just go to Wembley knowing that it's it's a final than kind of having to turn up to Anfield or Villa Park and go, you have to win this. Mm -hmm. It's treat it like it's a final. For me, it's one way or the other, really. um, Win this or, I don't expect us to lose to Villa, but kind of one way or the other, like a draw would just be like, Bleh. you know what I mean? Like, mm. if you lose it, or you have to be fair, even lose or draw, I think that's us. I think that's the title. Done. Oh, I don't yeah, think there's any, there's any yeah. doubts. If you win it, either way, what I'm talking about is like clear headspace for the final. I think mm-hmm. Emma's right. There's just enough. There's just enough time between that game and the final to get mm-hmm. prepared. But it'd be nice to just compartmentalize and go right. There you go. Push the league off the side. We've done all we can. Yeah. We've got all the points we're going to get, and now we need to turn our eyes towards it. But that, I don't want us to get lost in the too much in the league stuff because mm. it, it kind of it, it'll be what it'll be. We've 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 fucked it. I think you know what I mean. It, being being brutally honest about it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's still it never. It wasn't in our hands, no. yeah. and it's still not in our hands. But then, at the same time, if Liverpool win against Villa and they keep some kind of pressure up on City, then there's a long time for City to have to think about that before mm. Liverpool play the next game. Yeah, and and again, it does kind of hand it over. And that's again, this is another thing is that it kind of hands it over mm. to, to Man City stuff. The fact that we play Tuesday, they play Wednesday. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in, yeah. in due course. But this is what it's all about, and this is why I don't know. I, I think I presume we'll just go strong again for this. Mm. I think oh, we'll yeah. just keep with the cycle that we've been in because it actually hasn't really changed the landscape too much as drawing, really. not yeah. significantly. We still need City to drop points. So yeah. Just no, I agree. Yeah, strong. I think the implications of what happened over the weekend they weren't particularly massive. Obviously, it was a slight kick in the teeth. We've now needed yeah. to lose a game, but yeah. we needed them essentially to blow up. Regardless, it just has to be slightly bigger this yes. time. So it's not the end of the world necessarily. We're still very much in the race. Um, but in terms of our team selection, where we're at, I said a few weeks ago on here, we are. I think at the time it was seven or eight games away from the most incredible season we've ever seen. 
And we're going to ask the same group of 13, 14 players to go to the well time and time again, and nothing's changed. Quite yeah. frankly, it's yeah. still the same 13, 14 players with that slight rotation where you see Cater coming in for Henderson, etc., etc. You see Jota for Diaz, and that's about it, really. We don't see maybe Matip and Canate were two more you could yeah. mention. Aside from that, you don't see anything else. The big issue that Liverpool, I think, are going to have to overcome as a squad, and and. I caveat this, but they should do, and they should be fine because they've come this far and they've been very experienced in big, important games of football. The problem with the cup final, I think Chelsea have fallen far. That's what my dad said on the show last week. You're starting to see that the big game is on the horizon mentality from Chelsea, mm-hmm. where they yeah. have, I think, starting to think, well, our season's all on that FA Cup, and I want to make sure I'm available for it. And this is the one real looming danger of this, Emin, is that. There's lads who are going to take to the field against Aston Villa who will th- be like, oh my God, the FA Cup fan, I've got to make sure that I'm involved. And that can bring motivation, but it can also bring, you're in a 50-50 and there's five minutes to go. Are you going to put all of yourself in that tackle? That's the the, the biggest thing that Liverpool needs. I don't know how you safeguard against that. Yeah. And it might be the case of maybe there is one or two more changes than we would expect yeah. because you want you want... Maybe it's like maybe it's an Oxlade Chamberlain, maybe it's a Curtis Jones, maybe it's a Harvey Elliott. I don't, I don't think it will be, but there's a case to be made for a couple of those lads to say, go out there because the worst case, something bad happens to you, you ain't gonna play, yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna play anyway. So go out there and give more. Maybe you can get ten percent out of someone, knowing that this is their last shot mm-hmm. at getting in the Liverpool side. Yeah, it's an interesting point because I hadn't really thought of it like that. I guess I'd thought of it from the flip side, from a Chelsea point of view, where actually the result on the weekend now means that like the league for them, like before they didn't really have anything to play for. They. Uh, in a little bit of danger, potentially throwing away top four now. So it's almost yeah. like the FA Cup final now isn't their their last game. So I was kind of looking at it from their point of view, thinking that they might actually rotate a little bit more perhaps because they now have to seriously sort their, their Premier League form out before the end of the season. Um, well, so I- you mentioned that. Obviously, Tottenham are in fifth at the moment, 62 points. Arsenal fourth on 66 and Chelsea on 67. Yeah, they're getting drawn into it. It'd be mad if they were to slip out the, yeah. the top four, but... Particularly with the FA Cup, it goes one way or the other. They win yeah. it, that's their season done. They yeah. lose it, yeah, they've got to fight again. But also, how do you pick yourself back up again after that? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll worry about that conversation in a, a few in a few <laughs> days' time, I guess. But yeah, I um, this this one, I mean. It, Naby Keita's probably set to come back in, Dan, I'd, I'd guess. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think we were all surprised, we alluded to it earlier, that he was the one who was chosen off the bench. That yeah. was a bizarre yeah. call. From, from Jurgen Klopp, who's been getting absolutely everything right, quite frankly, in recent weeks. Let's get it right. Um, but yeah, I think Keita probably does come back into this side. Um, I think you probably want Henderson for the final. Yeah, I think I'd be right I, in saying. Um, agree, yeah. And that's not so much... Listen, it sounds really stupid. That's so much to change. That's rotation. Yes. You know what I mean? That's all that is. And I've got absolutely no issue with that whatsoever. So that would be a pretty much no-brainer change. But on the on the Chelsea point and our sort of intensity point, the main reason I wouldn't make changes that you're alluding to there is because I think we're a better side for going and going and going. I've said it a million times before. Yeah. I think when we're in a mad run of fixtures and we keep asking to go, that's all. That's perfect. And it's dangerous for Chelsea. If they are thinking, like the results would suggest, we can coast through the rest of the Premier League and all our eggs are in the FA Cup basket I don't know how you ask someone to do 75% or you ask yourself to do 75% and then step it up against a team like us I think that's really hard to do so for me like I say I'd be asking 
maybe a cater to come in, maybe a Jota to come in. The Firmino one's really interesting. I think we've missed him massively. Yeah. But aside from that, Matip, I think. I was quite surprised he can hardly start on yeah, Saturday. So I'd probably go with Matip. But aside from that, we go. The, the Matip thing, I think, yeah, I think he's nailed on to come back in for this. I think Bobby Firmino, Emma... We're in that interesting position. Well, interesting position. I should. It's it, not the right word, but tricky situation where he's just never. He's not been fit enough this season, yeah. and I don't know where he's at. Is he? Because Klopp basically said prior to the weekend he's back in training, but he'll probably he might just benefit from not being involved the weekend and then go for go for Tuesday, which kind of suggests that he might chuck him in. If he wants him, let's say he wants him to start against Chelsea at the weekend, I don't know that he that he does. Mm. He's going to have to play something. And it's whether he... But if he doesn't, and he just wants him off the bench, is there maybe just the thing to you start Bobby Firmino here? Because the issue we've got in attack is we all, we all think, and let's play Diaz every game. Mane's been the centre-forward option, the best mm-hmm. option for mm-hmm. us in recent weeks. just going to play because he's, he's Mo Salah. Jota's in stinking form at the moment. Yep. And maybe Firmino actually, you know, you can. there's a case to be made if you play Jota because you need to play him into form. But I think we've tried that now two games on the bounce mm. and it's and it's backfired. Yeah. Bobby Firmino, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. And there might just be that point if Jota might have just had his opportunities here and Jürgen Klopp might just think, go on, I'll just get Bobby in because I want it. Out. He becomes our fourth option for the weekend as opposed yeah. to anything else yeah I agree and actually I was when I was listening to you then I was thinking I probably would actually start Firmino on Tuesday and it, mm. and certainly if he doesn't start I would 100% expect him to come on pretty much for that reason but also because I think I think Diaz you you you, you want him to play every game and that's a problem but he, he has to start the FA Cup final no matter what for me he is the one out of the three Probably Mane because he's been, you know, really crucial in that centre centre forward role recently. But certainly Diaz is the one that like you need to start the final. So I think you you have to rotate him a little bit on Tuesday. Um and I just think out out of the three, you you could probably move Mane out wide, put Bobby through the middle, maybe maybe start with Salah, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if Jota does come on just to rest Salah mm-hmm. if they get the job done in enough time at Villa. Um, but yeah, it would be more a bit of sort of, yeah, kind of two ways. Give Bobby a bit of a run out, but also I think more to rotate Mane and Diaz because I think both of them need a bit of a, bit, I bit mean, of a rest. You, it's kind of your point from earlier, Dan, is that it's not it's not like being dropped. It is just being yeah. rotated yeah. because and that, that's the beauty. If Bobby's there, I want him in form and I want him available because mm-hmm. I, he's, he's, just, he's just brilliant. <laughs> he's just a yeah. brilliant footballer. Course, yeah. And he's actually, when he's been on the pitch... Like his goal and assist return has been outstanding. It's been mm-hmm. right up there with the best of the lads that, that we've got. If you can get him up and running, and you, it not only get, the act of getting him up and running also means you've pulled back one of the other lads who's probably played a, a lot of football. So a Mane or a Diaz or a Salah, not necessarily a direct swap in those positions, but you shuffle the pack a little bit. That works out as the ideal sort of scenario for me, really. And then you might even, as I say, have played Bobby into form where you can go against Chelsea. You know what, Bobby? Go ahead. 100%. We've all seen how important Firmino is, particularly in big games. Like We've got an FA Cup final and a Champions League final on the horizon. So we want all of these people, Jota included, because yes. the Jota case is a really interesting one. Like I agree with you. I think his form's fell off a cliff, quite frankly, the last few weeks. But we could do with him playing better football yeah. at some point. Over, So he is going to get minutes, I'd imagine, tomorrow. Yeah. Very much doubt to be from the start. 
I would be tempted to go with the old front three tomorrow, quite frankly, because yeah. Diaz is actually, I think I'm right in saying he's played more football than anyone in Europe, Pretty which much sounds like too. something I've just said, but yes. that might actually be the case. <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. So you probably do want to give him a rest as much as he looks phenomenal. Yeah. And he's absolutely chomping at the bit to play every minute. We're not going to let him play every minute. You know what I mean? We are going to have to rotate and rest him at some point. So tomorrow might be the day for that. But like I say, I think it's really imperative we have someone like Firmino who just offers so much. Like Mane's been exceptional, like you've both said, in the centre-forward role. But Firmino's a different player. And he makes us play different football, yep. quite yep. frankly. And we've got Real Madrid soon. So Yeah. 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 It was a, it, the tricky one on, on Jota is, we said this for Villarreal. Doing the Villarreal build-up, I said, probably want to start him. Because you want to play him into play him into a bit of form, and he gets hooked at half time because and it's not it's not worked. Hasn't worked yeah. And then he comes off the bench at the weekend. That's right. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And and it just doesn't it doesn't click for him. And I'm I'm in this position where I would we will play everyone else. We played we're trying to play Salah into form, yeah. but I don't know if we can afford to play two of our front three in, in into form. I just yeah. it's it's. It's a really, really difficult situation. And I say the obvious answer is just, just play Diaz because he's absolutely flying. Play Mane because he's flying. But this is where Jürgen's going to win the big books because I wouldn't be opposed to seeing start Jota on the left, start Bobby through the middle and then Salah. And then you've got Mane and Diaz as like 60 minutes. If the game isn't comfortably shown up by then, yeah, you're throwing them lads on and having a half an hour chase to see if you can go and get the result that you need. I, I, think, I'd, I think I'd prefer that. If that makes sense, yeah. you know, if because this could be a game that goes down to the wire, and I guess I'd rather be bringing Diaz and Manny into the fray mm. than a, a Firmino who you're trying to get back to fitness and yeah. a Jota who's bang out of form. Yeah, it's an interesting point. Um, you could argue the other way, where yes, if, if you start yeah. off with you know start off on fire and, and you get the job done early, then yeah. then you can rest players. But which I think is usually more my my mentality, but. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Jota starting, um, but yeah, personally, I, I think I'm going for more the get the job done nice and early. I've said all this. Jurgen Klopp is very much the kind of guy who will just he will just Chuck go. Yeah, he'll yeah. go for it, and he and he'll see who's left standing. Yeah, and then they'll patch everyone together. And the fact is, you know, obviously Chelsea play midweek as well. Yeah. I think so. You, the mm. you know, it's there's considerations. By, right? by the way, sorry, I was just going to ask a random curveball question, but do you think Jota and Diaz? can play well together I I think everyone was looking at Sadio Mane mm-hmm. when Diaz came in and yeah. went well that's him done and that was the end of him and Mane thanks to the success at AFCON and the World Cup qualifiers has come back not giving a shit he's yeah. like I'm Sadio yeah. Mane I'm boss I'm just going to play and be boss yeah. and I think Diogo Jota he's gone from everyone's favourite player like he's starting this front three he's the new front three he's the new kid on the block yeah, yeah. and now all of a sudden we've the position he was bought for, I think he was bought for left wing. Yeah, and he was on the in, and he was and he was really coming up on the rails there. And then we've bought Diaz in, who does what be. he does, <laughs> but he's like t- five times fast there. Mm-hmm. And then he's he go, okay, well I've moved to centre forward. Okay, well I'm going to take Firmino's position, at, you know, because I'm scoring goals and Bobby Firmino doesn't score loads of goals. And then we've moved Mane over there, and he's had a new lease of life. And all of a sudden, Jot has found himself. Yeah, down the pecking order. I don't know if he's. I just don't know psychologically where he's at. He feels like, and and in addition to this, he's played loads and loads of football mm. as well, mm. which we don't really, you know, give give credit we'll factor for. in. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting one because credit should go to Fasadio Mane for everything you've just said there. But he has reinvented himself 
in that centre forward position. Like yeah. he's been outstanding, and his attributes are relatively akin to Firmino's in terms of he's strong enough to hold off defenders, which is really important when you play in that role. I'm not entirely convinced Jota is. I actually think Jota had just started to look like he could be a Firmino replacement at one point earlier this season. He was doing things well. He was linking up play nicely. But the last few weeks, and I've been saying it for quite a while, actually, his performances have been, again, I go back to play ratings, he's been dropping like four, five out of tens and then scoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone goes, oh, seven, eight out of ten, happy days. But that's not quite been accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been very, um, very divoch like that. You know, yeah. like divoch Origi would do that for you where he'd play five games, he'd score five and five, but he put five, like six out of ten performances exactly, in what, along, yeah. along the way. Not feel like he suited what you what you were doing, and that's the trouble. I, I just looking at it in terms of the minutes played, he's played the tenth most minutes for, in all comps for Liverpool this season. Diogo Jota, you know, he's played more than Thiago, Canate, Keita, Firmino, Shimikas, you know, and 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 all the, and all those down there. He did have an injury as well, didn't he? When he came back in the Carabao Cup final, I think I'm right in saying, and he looked off the pace there, and I just wonder whether he half rushed him back, which isn't something we naturally do. Obviously, I'm well aware of that, but maybe he rushed himself back in terms of desperate yeah, to get back maybe. and play, and he's still half playing catch up. In the meantime, Mane's been brilliant, Diaz has been sensational, and so on and so yeah. on. Yeah, that's it. And look, again, seasons have peaks and troughs, and the beauty of having so many options is that we've been kind of getting on without it. And he's been look, and he's been taking over. He's still been scoring goals. I mean, mm. about the Arsenal game, you know, he scores a vital goal yes. in, in, in that. He's clearly still got a goal in him. And I don't know whether I'm overreading into all of this because Liverpool have kind of been taken over quite nicely that I haven't really noticed. It's harder to notice individual struggles when the whole is performing so well. But this might just be one of them where he gets to the end of the season, he could do with it. He could do with a bit of a, a rest because he's been, he's played a lot of international football. Yeah. In addition to this, and it won't really matter. Next, you know, we'll we'll refresh things in the summer. And he'll just come back and yeah. carry on. There's but, also the aspect of going from a club like Wolves, which is no disrespect, but a hell of a lot smaller than yeah. Liverpool. So the mental, yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> actual mental. Like strain of moving to a new club and having to do with all those new media pressures is something he probably hasn't really dealt with before. So. Yeah, yeah, I see. And, and look, he's got a bit of a fight on his hands, and it's going to be a an interesting test of his character because that must be a bit of a blow to feel like you're the heir apparent to what's going on, and then all of a sudden you you fourth there's a new lad come in and you're fourth choice or fifth choice, I guess, in some people's mm-hmm. in yeah. some people's heads. Um, so yeah, I, I, we'll know if he can get over that, then he'll be a a, a great Liverpool yep. success story. If he doesn't, then it sounds that probable. He'll get shuffled on, or he'll be part of the pack, and he'll he'll have to deal with that or, or whatever. Plenty of lads who are further down the pecking order at this point who seem to be handling it reasonably well. You've got to watch the build up. I love watching the warm ups, and you see Oxley Chamberlain the way like he just yeah, he's just having a whale of a time. Yeah. You know, I mean, most of us yeah. are like, oh god, he must be devastated. He's not playing, <laughs> yeah. and he, you know, I'm sure he's not happy that he's not playing, but he also. They all understand their roles, the yeah. wider roles in the squad. On that point as well, and just to say, Minamino celebrated a goal recently. I can't remember which goal it was, which is really poor for me. And he <laughs> runs onto the pitch and he's like a massive, but he's like jumping up in the air and he's delighted. And you think he hasn't kicked the ball in anger for yeah. about six months, yeah. as far as I can remember. Yeah. To see him enjoying it like that is yeah. a really yeah. testament to what you're saying. No, I completely, yeah. completely agree on that. Right, we're going to pick our 11s uh, in a moment. We've got a fantastic competition running this month to win a signed Liverpool shirt Ooh. by Jamie Carragher and Dirk Coit. <laughs> Um, it's amazing and here's some details on that yes wonderful competition prize for our club legend uh, to your uh, subscribers over on Redman Plus uh, we do amazing competition prizes every month uh, to be perfectly honest but that is a really 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 special one I've mentioned, I think I mentioned it on that a bit um, but yeah that's an actual it's not like one of those DH gates 
replicas or whatever. That is a genuine, a genuine I, I'm, I am. It does just hurt me a little bit to, to give that away. But hmm. um, yeah, I'd like that for the personal collection. But no, we're going to give it away to our club legends because those guys are absolutely awesome. Right. Um, 11s then. I think we've, we're getting there. Um, Dan, what are, you going, what are you going for? So obviously Alison in goal. Might shock a few people. And uh, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Trent to right back. I would bring Matip back yeah. in for Canarte. I think Canarte started three, three games, two games at least on the run now. Mm-hmm. It's, we don't often see that, quite frankly, so I think Matt have been. Van Dijk, Robertson, obviously Robertson came off after an hour on Saturday. Um, and then Fabinho, who has been flogged, quite frankly, <laughs> this season, but he has to go again, doesn't he? I do yeah. think that's something we need to address in the summer yeah. you know, on a wider topic. Um, Cater, like I said earlier, Thiago has to go again for us as well. And then, following on from our discussion earlier, it's probably different when they walked into the room, I think I'd go Salah, Firmino and Mane. Yeah, any difference? Uh, I'm going the exact same, apart from, um, actually, you, yeah, you said Matip's coming, didn't you? Matip's yeah, coming, yeah, because yeah. I, I think Canate will start the FA Cup final. So yeah, I've, I've gone the, the exact same. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah, I wonder, and it's only just occurred to me while we were while we were chatting. It depends what we feel our best team is. What's our starting? What's our starting eleven? And we've kind of said, you said it earlier, Dan, about like, thinks Henderson, you think Henderson for the final? Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. I wonder whether, is the team that we start against Man City in the semi-final, is there something is something to read into that? You know, and is it, what I'm saying is, do we want, does he want Cater to start the final? Is maybe this thing, and, and this, is our, this is, if that's the case, what does that look like for Liverpool's eleven? And I wonder whether that means Henderson starts this one mm-hmm. potentially and the other one is I agree on Fabinho being flogged we've seen a bit of rotation in that in that Henderson could come in for that one and we saw it at Newcastle yeah. where we might see that again where we go Milner Henderson Milner yeah, Henderson Thiago or Milner Henderson Cater I, I can see the, the <laughs> life and the dying of the light behind Dan's eyes when I suggested that midfield my god I love them all to pieces, by the way. I love them all to pieces in <laughs> their like own the individual way. Blanket of having all the but, best lads on the pitch. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't like it at Newcastle, wouldn't like it tomorrow. James Milner has a belter of a game in that. Brilliant, game. superb. Super footballer, been a, a, a tremendous servant to the football club, you know. And as we've good. already established, it's another of his former clubs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> one of yeah. the five. Not, Thiago, will always, five. Thiago will always not start, <laughs> is he? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, not, not for me, that midfield. Yeah, I, I, we're at this stage where I think the smart money, at the starting 11 prediction, I, I would guess, would be it's going to, we know the numbers, it's largely going to be of the front, you'd imagine the front four will be three from four of Diaz, yep. Jota, um, Mane, Salah, and, it, and for me, it would probably be a substitute option, I would imagine, having been, having mm. been out. The midfield will be three from four of Fabinho, Henderson, Keita, Thiago, yeah. and the back four will be four from five yeah. of add Canate to what we've already discussed yeah. the only, the only what, other one I, poten- I thought of was potentially um, Jimmy Cass coming in for Robbo but, that, but I do think I do think Robertson will, will start only because he, you know, he got yeah, his rest yeah, and, yeah and normally we can see those substitutions get made and it was very pre- they were very pre-planned mm. substitutions yeah. on the weekend where, because you don't I don't think you put Costa Simicas on when you're chasing a win over Andy yeah. Robertson you, mm. as, as, good he, as good as he is by yeah. the way and I thought mm. he was fine Um 
that could, is sometimes an indication of what you're going to see start next week. So it wouldn't be out the realms of possibility for Costas to start left back in this one. Yeah. I wouldn't do it myself because I'm a massive shit house. <laughs> um, and I agree with all that. But I don't know. If we're treating the FA Cup as he's got to get his best 11 in as prime condition as possible, then I would I would go. I would start Matip at the back. I would even put Costa Shimakas at left back. I would put Milner and Henderson as midfield two, pretty much, with Cater. And then I would put, Christ almighty, I would put Jota, Firmino, Salad up front. Because I think that team is capable of beating Aston Villa. And it then gives you all of your options. You can play any team you want, I think, then against Chelsea. Yeah. I don't think Jäger will do that. To, to be honest, I like, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that this is a side that's used to playing every three or four days. Mm. They're playing on Tuesday and they're not playing again until Saturday. So while I do think you obviously need to rotate slightly, I, I, I don't think you need to make loads of changes. I honestly don't because those players are so used to playing, like I say, every three or four days that actually to not do that, I think would be a bit of a, a weird way to prepare for, for a final because yeah. that, that's all they've done for months. So mm. I, I personally don't expect many changes at all. Like I said, maybe maybe one or two, a Canate or a Matip might, might switch and then... Yeah, I guess a Henderson locator in the middle and well, potentially a, Bobby up there's front. A, there's a comment here from SS. Is Villa on a low block team, so I play Hendo. And that's one of the yeah. things, and I thought yeah. we did this against Newcastle as well. I think Jordan Henderson is the perfect six for Liverpool when you're expected to dominate possession, when you are not when you don't have to necessarily fight and scrap for it. Mm. I know Villa will be physical and they will try and you know, they'll look to get in our faces because that's like like rule number one of, mm-hmm. of Gerrard's football. football. Like, but if we feel like we're going to be the, the totally dominant football team, then you can play Henderson in, in the six. Yeah. I just I just worried we're making, if we were to do something like that, we're making things complicated for ourselves when it doesn't necessarily need to be. Like I think we can ask these players, like Emma alludes to, we can ask these players to go again in the, in the, over the course of the next few weeks, not just this week. And yep. like, that's what they do. That's what they've been doing for quite a long time now at this club. So I think if we start making Simicasses and Hendersons in six, I think we just... Overcomplicated. Yeah. Casting might be might that might be a step too far, and maybe Firmino's another step too far. But the only thing on Firmino is, is like you said earlier on, Klopp essentially, from what I could read out of it, said he was ready mm-hmm. without him yeah. being involved. Yeah. And normally, you're right in what you say when the subs very much give you an inclination as to what's going to happen in the next game. And I think normally we would have seen Firmino at some point, but the fact we haven't doesn't really worry me for tomorrow because yeah. I think he's more ready than. Normal, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I, and you said it before, Paul. Like you know what you're getting with Bobby, and I think that's the thing. Even against a team like Villa, um, I I just look at their back four, and especially like Konza and, and Mings in the middle, and I just think get Bobby just running their legs out, and I just think the front three could have a bit of a field day. It's they're definitely a possibility. Just quickly looking at the Villa eleven from the weekend. Matty Cash as well at fullback. Yeah, I'd get running at him. Lucas Dean, Tyro Mings, Konza, Cash. Callum Chambers plays DM. That was a, a, a yeah. bit of a mad one. That like um, Luis, uh, John McGinn, Emmy Buendia plays in the ten, and Ings and Ollie Watkins up front. Obviously, they've got that perennial. We've got two lads who play up front. How the hell? It's it's been Arsenal's problem for the last three, three yeah. or four seasons or whatever. Um, no, you're right. They, they should be get attable. Um, yeah, it's an interesting call for the manager. Let us know in the comments what you would do in this uh, in this regard. Do you rotate slightly more? Because I'm saying this, we rotate like it's a dirty word. Mm-hmm. And like when that team I've put out there 
should be more than capable yeah. of beating Aston Villa. There's, yeah, you know, 100%. it's it's packed full of internationals who've won absolutely everything you can win in you know in footy. Whether Jürgen has got the 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 I don't want to say the bottle <laughs> to do that because that's you that's one another. Right, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there, there you go, Jürgen. Run, <laughs> why don't you risk it all? Because I've got to call you. No, I don't care, genuinely. I'm happy either way. I don't care, really care what 11 we put out, but I'm just kind of talking out that there's, there's, it's not outside the realms of possibility. Yeah. It's whether we think... Question, do we think Aston Villa are better or worse than Newcastle? I think on current form, they're worse. Okay, I think that's an interesting point because they're, they're obviously talking about Newcastle are 11th in the league, Villa are... Sorry, Villa are 11th in the league, Newcastle are 13th in the league. Villa got two games in hand on them yeah. as well. I just think the last sort of two months under Newcastle, I would argue, would be more yeah. So that being the, that being said, do Liverpool rate Villa and Newcastle at a similar level? And if they do, then don't be shocked to see Mill them. No, yeah, that's too. fair. I think Villa have got better individuals. I agree yeah, completely yeah, on form. But the only thing that, that doesn't scare me, but makes me think we'll go stronger than we did against Newcastle is because of those players, like your John McGinn, your Coutinho, as you already mentioned, Oli Watkins yeah, as well. They've got good, good players player. in there. Not that Newcastle haven't, but they've kind of been galvanised by different scenario altogether mm. since Eddie Howe came in. Whereas Villa have players who can genuinely hurt you. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I just started laughing to myself because I'm a weirdo. I just remembered, I don't know why I did this, but I tweeted Egil Austin stat out this morning and for no reason other than he came into my head and I don't know why. I just, <laughs> you know, I just like, I'm very sleep deprived at the moment. I've got no idea what my mentality was behind that. Yeah, didn't really, no, no one really got onto why I was doing no that. Context, no, I didn't really no know context, myself either, to be perfectly honest. Um, right, Sal, um, let's have a quick look at the other fixtures. <laughs> 
honestly. I genuinely just need a, I need a, I need a week to lie yeah. down and have some sleep. Maybe in June. Yeah. Maybe a week in Paris. <laughs> Maybe a week. Well, yeah, but it's a very it'd be in in and out of Paris, unfortunately. Um, I think we've all seen that film. Um, Aston Villa Liverpool is the no <laughs> is, eight, no, eight <laughs> o'clock uh, on on Tuesday, of course. Uh, Wednesday sees Leicester host Norwich. Couldn't care less. Watford Everton. What a Titanic clash that's going to be. The uh, the Royal Blue Dog Carriers uh, are going to be flying down uh, to Vicarage Road for that one. Um, Leeds United host Chelsea. Half seven kickoff. I mean, we talked about this before, Dan. Um, Leeds, are, uh, Leeds are down, aren't they? They're, 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 they are tantalisingly close to self-destructing here. Yeah, Chelsea are doing very similar themselves. Hopefully, and I know I said this last week with the Man City game or whatever, hopefully Leeds leg Chelsea everywhere. That's the best we can hope for, is yeah. Chelsea have to do a lot of running in that game. One day less prep ahead of the cup final. That's the all I'm looking for from that one. Yeah, well, you know, I want to use the word historically, but it's not even that long ago. Under Bielsa, you'd imagine Chelsea would have had to do a lot of work, wouldn't you? But the only thing, obviously Leeds are fighting for their lives. I agree with you. I think they have self-destructed. If you watched that game yesterday, you'd certainly say yeah. so because that was hitting self-destructed in the most monumental fashion. Not even so much in the way they played. Obviously, Mesley has a nightmare for the first goal, but the tackles they were putting in and the stuff they were up to was just chaos. So, yeah, I think we can hold out hope that they'll at least give them a contest. Yeah. Whether they give them a game is a different story, potentially. But, yeah, it'll be... Um, It'll be a match, I think. It'll be an interesting one. The other two big games, just to skip ahead first and foremost, Thursday is the North London derby, Tottenham against Arsenal, which looks like it could end up being not not the ultimate decider, but Spurs need to win that if they want to stay yeah. in the conversation. I'm live texting that one and I can't wait because it, I think it's going to be a cracking game. That is, I, That's one of those games where if we can get our business done on Tuesday, and this has no impact on Liverpool as football match, but as a fan of football, watch yeah. It. yeah, it'll be a really I'm, interesting yeah, watch. I, I think it'll be brilliant, that. Yeah. And then the one that we skipped over, which we'll skip back to Wednesday, quarter past eight kickoff, Wolves host Manchester City. <sighs> Wolves are not going to beat Man City. Conor Cody, he, he gave it the big fight it, on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, he did, talk. he did. And he's won, and again, that, 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 I love those little Your stories, point, yeah. you know, yeah. and again, if another lad who, you know, he's Wolves' captain, he's, you know, Wolves', Wolves is everything they're trying to achieve um, is Conor Cody's first and foremost. But he is a big Liverpool fan, mm-hmm. Conor yeah. Cody, and he yeah, would course. love nothing more than to be there and be one of the guys who puts a dent in Man City. Hopefully, I mean, look, we 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 left it late there. You know, it takes a divoch yes. a divoch yeah, late one did. to kind of grab something for us there. That hope again. I keep saying this, it's good. I can't help but see how it doesn't come down to the last game of the season between us and them. You know, but. Yeah. This is one of the games I I pinned a little bit of hope on, even a few weeks ago, not just yeah. this week, because. Wolves were playing better at the time, quite frankly, when I did. But then, obviously, you see the fight back on the weekend. You think, okay, there's still something going on there. Because for a few weeks, it felt like Bruno Large had completely thrown the towel in on their season. But now, you never know. And the other thing that was giving me hope was that Wolves were robbed at the Etihad. Remember the dodgy handball, yes. Gian Martino hit him oh, like yeah. essentially in the ribs, yeah, and it was nil nil at the time. City won one nil, so and they were fuming. I remember Ruben Neves coming out after the game on Instagram. This is weird memory for me. I don't know <laughs> coming out after the game and basically saying it was wrong, and so you maybe think there's a little bit of a vendetta there on their behalf. Yeah. And they're the things we have to cling on to. 
Anyway, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Fingers crossed. Uh, I'm very much at, my, at the stage now, and I've been like this for a while, but I um, I went went to my dad's yesterday for dinner, and we sat down and we watched the Newcastle game, and we, we had it paused while we were having dinner, and then we came back to it, and then it, they sc- City scored the first goal, and I went, right, I'm going to check the score, because I'm not going to sit through wait, yeah. in the pa- watching something in the past where it's dead and buried already, and it was half-time, and it was 2-0, and we, we went, right, so we skipped forward, and then by the time the third goal, I'm getting off, because yeah. you, can't, you can't do that, and that's where we're at with this, is City will probably do it, they will yeah. probably just win every game now because this is the this is all that exit in this basket now yeah. it's the Premier League or not and for them and it's in their hands and they know their job if they win every game and it is a league. spectacular failure if they come home empty handed from love this that. season spectacular I love you building that up by the way that's great that's great stuff um, <laughs> that was that was brilliant that's superb it is a catastrophic failure at the highest level if Man City don't win the league this season and no one supports them anyway so and nobody Everybody supports them and everyone supports them. But we're doing this on the podcast, by the way. I want to have a big old chat about this because Pep Guardiola, I say, is 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 just so wrong. He's <laughs> so very wrong. If he thinks everyone supports Liverpool, he has not read the the landscape of football no. in this country. Um, but yeah, Wolves will do them. They will. They won't. <laughs> Man City are going to absolutely bust them everywhere and we're going to move on to the next game and the next game and then it'll be the last game of the season and magic will happen or it won't. Uh, right, <laughs> let us know in the comments uh, what your 11's going to be. I want your score predictions in the comments and I want the score predictions from you guys, Dan. Yeah, difficult one this. Um, really tight game, but I just fancy us to nick it 2-1. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-0. couple of late goals in the second half. I like that. I like 2 0. Yeah, I think we could do with starting to think about the goal difference. <laughs> uh, so if we could actually not concede and score a couple of goals. I mean, look, this is this is a great opportunity for Liverpool to to hit back. And mm-hmm. I think if you I what I want City the, the only way you can really hurt City now, because the Pep will just have them all gathered round, you know, a little siege mentality and they'll be going, right, we've just got to win these next few games and we're done. If Liverpool could, I think, could really psychologically do with battering Aston Villa here. And I don't know, it's not as simple as that. And I don't think the game will be as simple as that. But I, could, I think we could all really do with a message. Because if we just win, yeah. I don't know. I think it offers encouragement to them. I'd like, I'd like a message to be sent that says... We really give a shit about this game, and that might that might come in the eleven that or, or we started, even, or even like the the first leg against Villarreal, where it's two 0 but it was so dominant that mm. everyone was talking about it. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be a four five nil, but just such a dominant, easy control performance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because look, I, I think we, we said this: we're capable. We're still more than capable of winning a quadruple. People people don't win the quadruple because it's impossible. Yeah, but. We've come this we've come this close. It would be nice for Man City just to be going into there thinking just to eat the goal difference up again, to be perfectly honest. You know, we don't we don't really want to get too lost on that. But if we can if we can take a big bite out of that, you want them going into Wolves thinking, actually, we could do it. we want to go and do the same. And if they mm. if they go in that mentality go, we're gonna go, we wanna go and run up a cricket score here. Hopefully that leaves the door open. There you go. There's a narrative for you. Um but no. Just to be clear on this, it's going to go down to a, a Phil Coutinho 94th minute winner and the last game of the season is how we're going to win the title this year. So 
Wolves are going to do. Wolves are not going to do the business, so don't get your hopes up too much. Um, right, so, uh, loads of us come from us. The start eleven prediction will be live uh, late on Monday, uh, Monday evening or early evening, late afternoon on the Redmen YouTube channel as well. Do check that out. Plenty more to come from us on Redmen Plus as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to join us for the watch along, Chris and I are back in the studio Tuesday night. So yeah, hope to see you over there for that, guys. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. been an absolute Lovely. pleasure. Thanks to everyone who's joined us live here on YouTube and after the fact in podcast form. If you want more content, as I say, do head over to Redmen Plus, where you can get all of our bonus Redmen shows that we do in the studio in podcast form, in your ears, in your native podcasting app. Anyway, thank you so much. See you all soon. Up to that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.